Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. AINC programming is brought to you in part by Weissman Family Dental in Boulder, Colorado. For over 25 years, Weissman Family Dental has been providing high-quality dentistry. They offer regular checkups, emergency care, and a wide range of specialty services. They also have staff that speak Spanish. If you are looking for a new dentist, find them at WeissmanFamilyDental.com or call them at 303-494-0101 and tell them Audio Information Network of Colorado sent you. Thank you for joining us for the Thursday, May 25, 2023 edition of the Boulder Weekly. My name is Eric Levine. News. Risky Business. Community pressure builds as Rayback Collective continues to host church with misogynist and anti-LGBTQ views. By Shay Castle, Boulder Beat, May 25, 2023. It didn't take long for the Rayback, a food truck park, bar, and event space to become a beloved Boulder institution. People gather around the fire pit and picnic tables outside or the couches and chairs inside. Often both, its indoor-outdoor space is packed any night of the week with good weather. The business hours and offerings were extended in 2017 to include liquor and coffee. Sunday mornings, the scene at Rayback is a bit different. That's when the well, a Boulder-based evangelical church, holds its services. The well's teachings stand in stark contrast to the casual settings and Boulder's liberal reputation. From the pulpit and on social media, the well's pastors have preached subservience of women, the sinfulness of homosexuality and gender nonconformity, and the desire to meld Christian values with politics and government, beliefs that have led some Boulderites to label the church as homophobic, misogynistic, and Christian nationalist, and question why Rayback would host them. Representatives from both organizations characterize their relationship as purely business. Church leaders say they are following their faith, not trying to foment a forceful takeover of Boulder. The well has been operating out of Rayback since summer of 2020. One of their pastors, Matt Patrick, was a part owner and co-founder of Rayback, though he sold his shares in 2018. A statement on Rayback's website, posted in response to public scrutiny and amended at least once, said Patrick, quote, ceased all involvement, unquote, when the business opened in 2016. Quote, I didn't have a role of any substance, unquote, Patrick told Boulder Weekly. He participated in media interviews to promote the business because, quote, my job is I talk for a living, unquote. <clears throat> Rayback co-founders Justin Riley and Hank Grant are not members of the well, they clarified in the online statement. Leasing space to the church was a business decision, the statement emphasized. The Ray, quote, 
The Rayback is a business, not a charitable organization, unquote. The original version of the statement read, quote, We rent space to people and organizations for agreed-upon sums in signed contracts, unquote. Patrick said Rayback was chosen because it offered the chance to follow COVID-era protocols and was large enough to accommodate the roughly 250 people who attend on Sundays. Quote, It was honestly more practical than anything else, unquote, he said. Quote, And it could be a financial blessing to whatever place we ended up at, unquote, given the near total shutdown of bars and restaurants during the pandemic. Rayback's online response hinted at, quote, ongoing discussions, unquote, with the well, but Patrick said they were not talking about ending the church's lease early. Quote, they are concerned, and so are we, unquote, about the recent negative attention, Patrick said. Quote, I can't speak to what they do and want to do. Currently, we are still there, unquote. The well is set to move into its own building. The church purchased 300 South Broadway for $2.15 million in 2021. 95% of the funds were raised from members, Patrick said. They hope to move in late fall, but, quote, that's a Lord willing statement, unquote. <clears throat> Through a spokesperson, Riley and Grant declined requests for an interview, they also declined to respond to questions sent via email. Their statement online did not explicitly condemn the Wells' teachings, but it did say the establishment was one where, quote, all people are welcome, unquote. <clears throat> quote, we do not tolerate or condone disrespectful language in any form, unquote, the original version read, <clears throat> be it public or private, unquote. Bruce Parker, deputy director of Out Boulder County, called Rayback's response, quote, a cop-out, unquote, and said the business should, quote, do better, unquote, to support LGBTQ customers and employees. Quote, absolutely, Rayback is a private business. They have to make a profit, unquote, Parker said. Quote, you can do that without doing things that are harmful to your community, if we were talking about them renting to a neo-Nazi party, a proud boy, they would not use that kind of excuse. Quote, I hope the Rayback will get clear about their values and make decisions that don't cause the rest of us to feel that going there is supporting people who don't think we deserve to exist. Unquote. Criticism of the church's teachings and meeting place were mostly limited to social media posts. But when the Daily Camera published an op-ed by Doug McKenna in early April, some of the Wells' teachings were telegraphed to a broad audience for the first time. It included direct quotes declaring, quote, homosexuality is a sin, unquote. The yearning for a Christian nation, quote, I'm not so convinced that a Christian nation is the worst thing in the world, unquote and a plea for women to, quote, obey their husbands, unquote, quote, if they, quote, want to save America, unquote. 
Note, the hyperlinks in McKenna's piece no longer work, though they were verified by the camera's editorial director. The Wells sermons were taken down from its website the week the op-ed published. They are being restored to the website, but at different locations. Patrick said the website redesign was planned and that the timing was a coincidence. Following the publication of McKenna's piece, community members rushed to share other tidbits they found disturbing. Criticism of racial justice on a podcast, sermons that encourage the forceful spread of Christianity, desire for more Christian representation in local government, and a tweet with an anti-trans slur that both the Wells lead pastors liked. Residents are disturbed by the increased infusion of religion into law and shocked to see such rhetoric emanating from, as Rayback puts it, quote, Boulder's backyard, unquote. Quote, people respect freedom of religion, unquote, said Rebecca Zimmerman, a Ph.D. student at the University of Denver who is studying intimate partner violence, quote, it's when you talk about changing society so that everybody has to believe the same thing that you do that I get concerned, unquote. Those beliefs are directly from the Bible, Patrick said, and the well stands behind them. He sees the criticism as part and parcel of being a Christian. Quote, if you're going to faithfully preach through the Bible, you're going to butt up against things culture and society don't like, unquote. Patrick said, quote, when you're resolved to hold fast to your faith and convictions and principles, I think history will tell you that people will hate that, unquote. Patrick said he did not recall liking or replying to a tweet with a common slur for transgender individuals, nor did his co-pastor, J. Chase Davis. Quote, if I did, I did, unquote, Patrick said, quote, I don't remember every tweet I participated in, unquote. As for spreading the faith, including into facets of government, that's part of Christianity too, Patrick said. The well are not Christian nationalists. He prefers the term Orthodox Christians. The evangelical magazine Christianity Today distinguishes between Christian nationalism and, quote, normal Christian political engagement, unquote. The latter, they write, quote, rejects the idea that Christians are entitled to primacy of place in the public square, or that Christians have a presumptive right to continue their historical predominance in American culture. Today, Christians should seek to love their neighbors by pursuing justice in the public square, including by working against abortion, promoting religious liberty, fostering racial justice, protecting the rule of law, and honoring constitutional processes. That agenda is different from promoting Christian culture, Western heritage, or Anglo-Protestant values, unquote. Patrick said the well does not believe church should be elevated over state, nor that state should be elevated over church. The state and church should both have roles in governing, he said, not be, quote, stacked in a vertical hierarchy, unquote. Quote, I would say locally it's out of balance. 
I don't necessarily feel represented in Boulder often, unquote. Concerned Boulderites argue that the well shows their hand by echoing and amplifying common conservative flashpoints like critical race theory or trans rights, rather than focusing on other parts of the Bible, like Jesus' instruction to care for the poor and downtrodden. Quote, defending Tucker Carlson, it's not like defending the Pope or something, unquote, Zimmerman said. Moreover, these beliefs are being codified into law. Hundreds of bills have been introduced across the country this year that criminalize providing gender-affirming care, ban books that discuss gender and sexuality, and prevent people younger than 26 from transitioning. All while queer and trans kids and adults suffer from higher rates of suicide and violent crime than the general population. Quote, at a time when LGBTQ people are the target of insistent and incessant political bullying, unquote, said Parker, quote, it is irresponsible and deeply harmful for people who consider themselves moral leaders to spread messages that make LGBTQ people less than and give power over everyone else to a small group of men, unquote. Not all Christians denounce homosexuality or non-confirming genders. Out Boulder County partners with numerous Christian organizations who welcome LGBTQ members. As the many different denominations of Christianity show, there are hundreds of ways to interpret the Bible, said Nicole Garcia, a transgender woman and ordained Lutheran minister. Garcia is also the faith work director for the National LGBTQ Task Force. Quote, If I have the privilege and ability to desire and interpret scripture, the pastor at the well has that same ability, unquote, Garcia said. Quote, He should be able to teach and preach and interpret the way he wants to, unquote. Like Parker and Zimmerman, what Garcia objects to is the infusion of the Wells brand of Christianity into American law, which elevates one denomination's views over others in violation of the separation of church and state enshrined in the Constitution. Quote, they have to realize that their ancestors who came over to make this a, quote, Christian nation, unquote, left Europe because the European kings and princes could dictate how they could express their faith, unquote, she said. In seminary, Garcia studied the early history of the church, learning how the Protestant Bible, Catholics use a different one, with seven additional books, came to be put together. Key aspects of the Christian faith that many followers today accept as doctrine, such as whether Jesus was a God or a human, were debated and decided by men and influenced by the social, political, and cultural forces of the day. Quote, it's hard to know if this little Bible, copied from copies that were written 1,000 years ago, which were copies of things written 1,000 years before, is the exact word of God, or is it a place where we start, where we begin our relationship with God, by living it and reading into it and trying to live out the message, 
Unquote, Garcia said. Quote, One of the big teachings God gave us is to love God, love ourselves, and love our neighbor. That's living in community. Unquote. Part two of this story will explore how churches like The Well establish themselves by leasing cheaper public spaces at Boulder Valley School District. Now you know, May 25th, 2023. This week's news in Boulder County and beyond by Will Matuska. New law aims to reduce composting confusion. Governor Paulus signed a bill, SB 23-253, on May 17, that sets standards on products represented as compostable to address contamination concerns. The bill, effective in 2024, sets requirements for products labeled compostable to receive a, quote, certified compostable, unquote, verification and adhere to labeling standards. If products are not certified compostable, they cannot be marketed like compostable products that could be, quote, reasonably anticipated to mislead consumers into believing that the product is compostable, unquote. Dan Match, compost director at EcoCycle and co-author of the bill, said in a press release that non-compostable materials are difficult to sort out and reduce the value of finished compost. Quote, This bill sets a standard for compostable labeling that will increase trust in compostable products and increase demand for composting services in Colorado, unquote, he said. Food Pantry Expands Hours to Meet Demand Harvest of Hope Pantry, 4830 Pearl Street, is providing more opportunities to access free food. Starting June 5, the pantry will be open to all shoppers Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., in addition to its hours on Tuesday and Thursday from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. It will also be expanding its mobile pantry to Highmar and Lee Hill neighborhoods in Boulder. Quote, more hours gives more people more options to get here, especially for those clients who, who don't have a place of residence, unquote, says Liam McClure, client programs manager. The increased hours are in response to growing need in the community as pandemic-era social support programs dry up. This year, Harvest of Hope has distributed more than 15,000 pounds more food than the same time last year. Harvest of Hope isn't alone. Other food banks and pantries across the county are trying to keep up with demand. See News, A Delicate Time, May 11, 2023. A deal to manage the Colorado River. Representatives from Arizona, California, and Nevada have reached an agreement to conserve at least an additional 3 million acre feet of the Colorado River lower basin by the end of 2026. The deal, announced Monday, May 22, was agreed upon by all seven of the Colorado River Basin states. 
more than 75% of the conservation savings will be compensated through funding from the Inflation Reduction Act, amounting to $1.2 billion, according to the New York Times. The deal could keep the federal government from establishing mandated cuts, which was possible after the Colorado River Basin states missed a deadline earlier this year to cut water usage. See News Colorado River Cuts, February 9, 2023. Although water levels in the country's largest reservoirs, Lake Powell and Lake Mead, are projected to rise this year due to an unusually large snowpack in the upper Colorado River Basin, experts remain cautious that a long-term solution is still needed. Mark Squillace, natural resources law professor at CU Boulder, isn't excited about the agreement, saying it's too much money to be spent on a short-term solution. Quote, We have to figure out a way to cut back on consumption, not just for one year or a three-year period, but permanently, unquote, he says. The Department of the Interior is analyzing the environmental impacts of the proposal and will release an updated draft supplemental environmental impact statement for public comment. Opinion. Letters. May 25th, 2023 by readers like you. Solution to homeless equals child tax credit. Great news that programs for the homeless are receiving funding in Boulder County. See News, Boulder County receives funding for homeless solutions, May 18, 2023. At the same time, we need national solutions to end the crisis of the unhoused. A renter tax credit is being considered by Congress that would end the people trapped in poverty from paying more than 30% of their income for rent. Millions currently pay 50% and more. At the same time, renewing the expanded child tax credit would benefit families across the country. It already cut child poverty by 46% in its initial form. These and other initiatives can help create a better future, stem the flow to hunger and homelessness, and finally create the ladders out of poverty that the road to equity demands. Willie Dickerson, Snohomish, Washington. Support Domestic Abuse Survivors In recent years, domestic violence incidents and deaths have risen in Colorado, and abusers continue to find new ways to maintain power and control over their partners. At the same time, Denver's housing costs have continued to rise while wage growth remains stagnant, resulting in a volatile housing market. This has sparked important conversations about barriers faced by survivors of domestic violence when they try to leave an abusive relationship. Finding safe, affordable housing is among the biggest of these barriers. Since 2018, Safe House Denver has offered an extended stay program, ESP, which provides survivors with rent-free, fully furnished apartments in a safe environment. 
The program offers independent living and gives survivors extra time to find long-term housing and other necessary resources for stability. As a student at DU Law, seeking to engage with the community, I was drawn to Safe Houses Mission, so I've been volunteering with them ever since. Safe House holds an annual food tasting fundraiser, Sampling for Hope, to support the ESP and raise awareness. As a member of the planning committee since 2019, I'm looking forward to this year's event, which will be held on June 8 at Mile High Station. Please join us for delicious food, a silent auction, and a mission-based program, all to support survivors. Tickets can be purchased at bit.ly slash sampling for hope. Misty Schleybaugh, Denver. Opinion, the Anderson Files. Who is George Soros, the right wing's boogeyman? By Dave Anderson, May 25, 2023. Many people heard about George Soros for the first time when he denounced George W. Bush's, quote, war on terror, unquote, lies about Saddam Hussein being behind the 9-11 attacks and the monumentally disastrous invasion of Iraq. Soros ran full-page ads in major U.S. newspapers with the title, quote, when the nation goes to war, the people deserve the truth, unquote, which debunked a dozen statements justifying the war made by Bush, Vice President Dick Cheney, Secretary of State Colin Powell, and Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld. This was a fearful time when the mainstream media and politicians were afraid to be seen as traitors sympathizing with the 9-11 terrorists. Soros is a Jewish, Hungarian-American multi-billionaire who founded a network of philanthropic groups active in more than 50 countries that focus on education, public health, human rights, and economic reform. He is also a big funder for Democratic Party candidates and many progressive causes in the U.S. He announced he was spending many millions to defeat Bush in 2004, education campaigns with America coming together, voting mobilization drives with moveon.org, and research by the Center for American Progress. Soros authored a book called The Bubble of American Supremacy, which said that the Bush administration suffered from a, quote, bubble, unquote, psychology, similar to the delusions with which afflicted capitalist markets in the late 1990s. Since the U.S. has overwhelming military superiority, Bush pushed a dangerous social Darwinist, quote, might makes right, unquote, stance. The right wing went crazy. A writer on the conservative website GOPUSA.com said Soros was a, quote, descendant of Shylock, unquote. Today, Soros's support for immigrant rights has made him the villain of the anti-Semitic Great Replacement Theory. Soros is portrayed as a, quote, puppet master, unquote, who controls the world and economy behind the scenes, 
His support for criminal justice reform and progressive prosecutors in the U.S. also enrages right-wingers. It's true that Soros is a highly influential world figure who advises governments and uses his money for media and social activism. He promotes philosopher Karl Popper's idea of an, quote, open society, unquote, as a bulwark against the closed societies of fascism and Stalinism. Nevertheless, his good works are problematic because philanthropy represents the privatization of social policy. Soros himself has noted that, quote, the connection between capitalism and democracy is tenuous at best, unquote. In 1998, he authored a book called The Crisis of Global Capitalism, in which he harshly criticized those who promote unregulated free markets, an ideology he calls, quote, market fundamentalism, unquote. During a speech at Harvard, he said, quote, market values express what one participant is willing to pay another in a free exchange. They do not reflect social values, nor do they express many of the intrinsic values that people hold dear, unquote. Quote, market fundamentalists claim that the common interest is best served by everybody looking out for his own interests, unquote, he said. Quote, this claim is false. There are many political and social objectives which are not properly served by the market mechanism. These include the preservation of competition and of stability in financial markets, not to mention issues like the environment and social justice, unquote. He argued that free market ideology undermines political democracy. Quote, By promoting market values into a governing principle, market fundamentalism has un undermined our society. Representative democracy presupposes moral values, such as honesty and integrity, particularly in our representatives. When success takes precedence over integrity and politics is dominated by money, the political process deteriorates, unquote. This speech may seem somewhat unremarkable, but at that time, Soros was talking to many Democrats as well as the Republicans about their romance with free market ideology. This was before the Great Recession of 2007-2008. In response to that crisis, Soros proposed bank nationalization as a solution, but he was told that idea amounted to socialism. After the fall of the Berlin Wall, Soros spent hundreds of millions in the former Soviet bloc countries to promote civil society and liberal democracy. In 1992, he recalls proposing that the International Monetary Fund aid given to post-Soviet governments, quote, be earmarked for the payment of pensions and unemployment benefits and its distribution closely supervised, unquote, for a stable transition to capitalism. Instead, Western officials promoted a rapid, quote, shock therapy, unquote, that produced widespread misery, a vicious kleptocracy, and the rise of Putin in Russia, and 
Viktor Orban in Soros's native Hungary. Now Putin and Orban are in the vanguard of promoting far-right authoritarianism in the U.S. and around the world. This opinion does not necessarily reflect the views of Boulder Weekly. Features. <clears throat> Weed between the lines. Pot protections. A bill on Governor Paulus's desk would protect working professionals from discipline over cannabis offenses. By Will Brenza, May 25, 2023. The Colorado legislative session ended on May 8, and with it, numerous cannabis and psychedelic bills went to Governor Jared Polis's desk, with several of them being signed into law the same week. So far, Boulder Weekly has covered SB 23-290, the Natural Medicine Regulation and Legalization Bill, which provides specifics for how Colorado will enable the personal and therapeutic use of five natural psychedelic substances. See Weed Between the Lines, Laying Down the Law, May 11, 2023. There was also HB 23-1279, the Allow Retail Marijuana Online Sales Bill, that permits dispensaries to start making online cannabis sales for pickup or delivery. See Weed Between the Lines, Weed Web 2.0, May 18, 2023. One of several bills that was passed by the House and Senate but has yet to be signed is SB 23-265, the Prohibit Professional Discipline for Marijuana Bill. As the name implies, it would bar state regulators from denying or revoking professional certifications, registrations, or licenses based solely on prior cannabis offenses or legal use. Similar to HB 23-1279, this bill would essentially codify an executive order signed by Governor Paulus in 2022. That directive provided broad licensing protection for professionals and prevented state agencies from helping out-of-state inv investigations into lawful cannabis conduct that could have employment repercussions. Quote, the exclusion of people from the workforce because of marijuana-related activities that are lawful in Colorado, but still criminally penalized in other states, hinders our residents, economy, and our state, unquote, Paulus said at the time he signed the executive order. Quote, no one would lawfully consume, excuse me, no one who lawfully consumes, possesses, cultivates or processes marijuana pursuant to Colorado law should be subject to professional sanctions or denied a professional license in Colorado, unquote. Paulus made sure to clarify also that those protections extended to anyone who consumes, possesses, cultivates, or processes marijuana in another state in a manner that would be legal in Colorado today. Occupations in Colorado's cannabis industry, gambling, legal services, education, and more depend on employees having specific licenses or certifications from the state.
However, prior criminal cannabis offenses can sometimes block people from being able to get the licenses or certifications they need to do their jobs. And current cannabis use, even in perfectly legal situations, often risks having those licenses or certifications revoked, which could cost someone their livelihood. Polis's 2022 executive order was, in part, an effort to address workforce shortages at the time. SB 23-265 would cement those protections into law today if the governor were to sign it. Anyone applying for a license, certification, or registration in the state of Colorado would be protected from being denied and from being disciplined due to any previous civil or criminal cannabis offense. If the offense was, quote, lawful, unquote, according to current Colorado statutes, and consistent with professional conduct and standards of care, they are safe from penalty. That extends to teachers, lawyers, engineers, cannabis professionals, and anyone else whose career depends on a license or certification. The bill also protects working professionals from disciplinary action based on their consumption, possession, cultivation, or processing of cannabis, as long as they did not otherwise violate Colorado law. The prime sponsors of SB 23-165 are Senator Kevin Van Winkle, Republican, Douglas County, Representative Mark Snyder, Democrat, El Paso and Teller Counties, and Representative Matt Soper, Republican, Gallat and Mesa Counties. In 2022, a Colorado House committee shot down a bill that would have provided similar protections for employees who use cannabis while off the job. Despite that bill's failure to pass, HB 23-265 sailed through both the House and the Senate, and it would similarly protect workers who use cannabis off the clock, as long as other laws aren't being broken and it is not impeding their work. For now, workers are still protected by Polis's executive order, even though this bill has not yet been signed into law. It is unclear whether it will be sent back to the Capitol for amendments, but Paulus has been a longtime supporter of the cannabis legalization movement. Entertainment, stage, so long, farewell. BDT Stage presents The Sound of Music as part of its 45th and final season by Tony Tresca, May 25, 2023. When the news broke last June, that Boulder Dinner Theater, BDT Stage, owners, Gene and Judy Bowles, had sold their building on 5501 Arapahoe Avenue for $5.5 million to Quad Capital Partners. The writing was on the wall for the long-running theater company. Quote, there was a lot of outrage when we announced this was the final season, unquote, says producing artistic director Seamus McDonough. Quote, People were devastated, and they have continued to ask what the possibilities are of moving to a new location. 
The community is really sad that BDT is closing because the theater has meant so much to them for the last 46 years. McDonough had just finished finalized plans for the theater's 45th season when he received word that the building had been sold. Quote, Originally, it was only three shows, Buddy, the Buddy Holly story, Something Rotten, and The Sound of Music, unquote, McDonough says. Quote, However, when we found out it was going to be our final season in the space, we wanted to expand to honor the legacy of BDT, unquote. A provision in the purchase agreement allowed the theater to use the site for one final season of performances. Along with the aforementioned titles, BDT's final season also included A Church Basement Ladies' Christmas, which featured many actors who had been with the company for more than 40 years, and the recently announced encore production of Fiddler on the Roof, which will run from September 9 to January 13 of next year, starring BDT staple Wayne Kennedy. As part of its farewell season, BDT Stage is currently producing its most requested title of the last decade, The Sound of Music. Quote, It's a classic and something the whole family can enjoy, unquote, McDonough says. The musical was the last project for the writing team of Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein II, and is based on Maria von Trapp's autobiography, The Story of the Trapp Family Singers. The story, set in Salzburg, Austria, just before the outbreak of World War II, centers on Maria, a rebellious nun who was sent from the Abbey to look after the seven children of the recently widowed Captain George von Trapp. The Sound of Music opened on Broadway in 1959, where it won five Tony Awards, including Best Musical, and was adapted into a widely successful Academy Award-winning film adaptation starring Julie Andrews and Christopher Plummer in 1965. Quote, I play the role a little younger and more rural than Julie did in the film, unquote, says Michaela Marceau McDonough, who plays Maria. Quote, I'm a mom, so the nurturing aspect of the character comes naturally to me. It's been a childhood dream of mine to play Maria, so when I found out I'd been cast in the role in 2020, I was devastated to learn the theater had closed, unquote. Despite initial plans to stage the musical in the summer of 2020, the pandemic forced BDT stage to postpone its production. Quote, when COVID hit, I thought it was done, but it turns out Seamus just had it on hold, unquote says director Alicia K. Myers. It was initially delayed until the summer of 2021, but due to pandemic-related concerns, it was again postponed. Quote, The Sound of Music is already an expensive show, and we didn't want to put it on the books and then have all these extra production costs because of Boulder County's pandemic regulations, unquote, McDonough says. Quote, it wasn't looking financially feasible for us to do it in 2022 at the level our patrons have come to expect from a BDT stage production. So we scheduled the show for 2023 
and made it part of our final season celebration. Once Myers got the go-ahead to proceed with the production, she took a novel approach to the rehearsal schedule. Quote, we started with Michaela and the kids two weeks before everyone else, unquote, Myers says. Quote, there are two casts of incredibly gifted kids in the show. I wanted to make sure they were solid so we could build the show around them. After the kids were comfortable, we slowly added in the adult characters, unquote. This strategy meant the play's youngest performers had more time to strengthen their relationships and get their feet beneath them before the adult actors arrived on set. Quote, they had this bond before we walked in that we were thrown into, unquote, says Scott Severtson, who plays Captain Von Trapp. Quote, it was an interesting dynamic because the kids all knew what they were doing, but I was just learning what I was doing. My favorite part was finding an individual moment with each kid through the show, so we felt connected as a family, unquote. The show opened on April 29 and runs through that throughout the summer. Quote, generations of families have been coming to watch this show together, unquote, Marceau McDonough says. Quote, Grandparents bring their children who bring their children, and they all sing the songs together. The feedback has been overwhelmingly positive, which has helped make the final season of BDT a huge success, unquote. But as the cast and crew behind the Sound of Music continue the work of making the company's final season one to remember, there's more than a little reflection on what BDT stage has meant to performers and audiences alike. Quote, how many people can say they worked in musical theater for 28 years? It's been incredible to watch BDT grow. And even though the end is going to be heartbreaking, I wouldn't change anything, unquote, Myers says. Quote, this place has been a gift, unquote. On stage, the sound of music, various times through August 19, BDT stage, 5501 Arapahoe Avenue in Boulder. For tickets, go to bdtstage.com slash the dash sound dash of dash music. Entertainment music. Beyond the binary. Adeem the artists. Flips southern stereotypes upside down by Aaron Irons, May 25, 2023. Peppered with autobiography and unapologetic discourse, White Trash Revelry by Adam Adeem the Artist is a treatise that confronts a broken heart and a dirty window view of a polarizing South. Their previous effort, Cast Iron Pansexual, found the native North Carolinian exploring the discovery of their non-binary identity, the comfort of finally knowing, the fear of rejection, and the uncertainty of being branded other in often tribalist Appalachia. If that sounds niche, it is, but it's also compelling to any outsider, full of sharp wit and storytelling. Adim's seventh and latest studio album wields the same craft, perhaps with even greater savvy, 
widening the aperture for Adim to address the marginalized as well as the 21st century Southerner sick of romanticized stars and bars waving and selective denial. Following a successful crowdsourcing campaign dubbed Redneck Fundraising, and armed with a batch of tunes addressing poverty, addiction, and the muck of American culture wars, Adim, whose birth name is Kyle Bingham, enlisted fellow singer-songwriter and Tyler Childers tour manager Kyle Crownover to produce. At Crownover's suggestion, Adim reached out to a deep roster of talent to join the effort, That included guitarist Joy Clark, banjo player Jake Blount, drummer Giovanni Carnuccio, bassist Craig Berletic, and guitarist Jason Hanna. Quote, I flew everybody in, unquote, Adim says. Quote, I got an Airbnb in Knoxville. Everybody met me on the first day, and in three days we banged the record out. I'd play a song, we'd talk about the song, and then we'd run it as a band, and then we'd track it, unquote. Much of white trash revelry addresses the misconceptions and stereotypes of the South, especially in relation to racism and Adim's personal journey of understanding. In the song, Heritage of Arrogance, Adim declares, quote, I've been learning our true history, and I hate it, unquote. Quote, I think the impetus when you first get privy to these layers of injustice is to validate yourself as one of the good whites. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a feminist and I'm an anti-racist and all that, Adim says. Quote, and I think that's good. It's a shame for having believed wrong things and learning about it. But I want to be really clear that the way I talk about misogyny and racism is not as one of the, quote, good, unquote, higher-minded feminist anti-racists. I am approaching it as somebody who is still actively working to dismantle my implicit biases, still working to uproot my misogyny and my racism, unquote. As a queer artist witnessing a conservative push to undo years of progress through civil rights crushing legislation delivered under the banner of Christian values, Adim sees such attacks as the politics of self-interest. Quote, the narrative being forced by Republicans is that Christians and queer people are at war with each other, which is largely false, unquote, Adim says, quote, Actually, the war that's happening is Republicans against seats they can't win unless they come up with some ridiculous red herring to throw into the conversation. There are so many queer-affirming churches now. There are so many people in the queer community who are Christians, unquote. But when it comes to their religion and values, Adim keeps their own counsel. I don't believe that, quote, I don't believe there's nothing, so I guess I'm pretty definitively not an atheist, unquote, they say. Quote, culturally, I consider myself Christian. I mean, I was promised to God before I was born. I grew up memorizing the scriptures. 
Those were the metaphors that I projected myself onto and the mythos through which I explored my own development and self-growth for decades of my life. So I think I'm probably somewhat of a non-believing mystic. I think that's probably the pocket I'm most closely falling into right now, unquote. On the bill, Ben Sali with Adim the Artist, 7 p.m., Thursday, June 1, E-Town Hall, 1535 Spruce Street in Boulder. Cuisine, nibbles, Colorado flavor tripping. Immerse yourself in one-of-a-kind dining, wine, chilies, and chocolate experiences this summer by John Lendorf, May 25, 2023. Have you been immersed? We are not talking about baptism, but it can be a sort of religious experience. Immersive experiences are all the buzz now in Colorado, ranging from Van Gogh and Monet exhibits to Disney animation and Denver's wacky Meow Wolf. Colorado is also home to some deeply escapist food experiences, including the legendary Casa Bonita, an old-school immersive restaurant dinner theater amusement park about to reopen. Now is the time to escape the culinary doldrums and hit the road for a smorgasbord of food and beverage events this summer. The following out-of-the-ordinary stops on Colorado's Taste Trail are guaranteed to expand your culinary consciousness or at least produce some memorable meals. A French-kissed fest. As brasseries and patisseries are making a major local comeback, immerse yourself in all things French at the Bastille Day French Fest, July 14-15, in Denver's Cherry Creek North, with lots of bloomy soft cheese, food, butter, baked goods, and wine. Info at rmfacc.org. Chow down on the farm. Field and barn feasts truly immerse you in the setting and offer a wider taste of the state's agricultural wonders than just hitting the farmer's markets. One of the coolest venues is the Lions Farmette, which hosts a series of always sold out meals featuring local chefs and farms that benefit local nonprofits. Upcoming events include Rosetta Hall Chefs July 19, Chef Daniel Asher, August 30, Whistling Boar, September 13, Butcher and the Blonde, September 20, and Marigold, September 26. Info at lionsfarmette.com. The Boulder Creek Festival is back Friday through Monday, May 26 through 29, with food stands offering everything from bratwurst, burgers, tacos, shaved ice, baked goods, barbecue, ice cream, lobster rolls, Cajun food, and, sh- and sushi. The Creekside Beer Festival features unlimited sips from 20-plus breweries for two-hour sessions Saturday and Sunday, May 27 and 28. The 28th Annual Chili and Frijole Festival is September 23 through 25, featuring clouds of tear-jerking roasted chili perfume, 
tables of sweat-inducing chili dishes, plus music, a chili and salsa showdown, the Chihuahua and Friends Parade, and a jalapeno eating contest. Info at PuebloChiliFestival.com. Thank you for joining us for the Boulder Weekly. My name is Eric Levine. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.